That's dangerous. Welcome to oh <laughs> the Bootleg and Knuckles podcast. We're sitting here with Stan Obrudski and very special guest, Austin Jones. How's everybody doing? Joneses. What up? MMA fighter from uh, Aurora, Colorado. You got a fight coming up. Uh, when's when's that date? Uh, April 25th. How much are tickets? Do you know? Um, general admission, I believe, is 25. And, you know, VIP tables are about 40, so. Okay. Um, what like that. what website can they go to buy tickets if they want to see your fight? Um, you go to SpartaMMA.com. That's SpartaCombatMMA.com, actually. All right. What's your record? I'm 5-1 and one right now. I'm about to do about two more amateur fights, and then I'm going to go pro. So Yeah, excited watch out CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Been calling him out on Twitter. It's got to happen, so you know. Yeah. It'd be a great fight. We could both market it pretty well, I think. Yep. <laughs> so what happened your last fight? Um, You know, I made a simple rookie mistake, actually. Um, that's kind of how it goes in the fight game. Um, the guy was setting his uh, his kicks up. I was just eating his leg kicks. Didn't didn't kick very hard at all, but, um, you know, it was kind of a trick I got lured into. He went upstairs to the head kick and caught me right on the button, so – um, you know, just looking to, that's a simple mistake and it's easily fixed. Uh, yeah. it's just a technique thing that I've been working on. So my hands are going to be up this next fight. So we're talking like that. That's kind of a little bit of a veteran talk right there. And how many fights you've had, how long have you actually been doing MMA as opposed to just like wrestling? Like you were in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right after high school, I went up to uh university of Nebraska to play football um, my actual first fight I watched was uh, BJ Penn versus Sean Shirk, and uh, you know that fight was pretty awesome. It just kind of got me inspired. You know, BJ Penn was my first favorite fighter. Uh, I got many favorite fighters, but uh, yeah, he's the one who really inspired me, especially with that flying knee. I was like, hmm, I, I'd like to learn that. I, I could see myself doing that. So, um, so it's been about three years now. Uh, it was right after I uh, moved back, so from Nebraska. And I've just been at it every day, you know, at least five days a week. Yeah, I remember those days training like eight hours a day. Shit's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I got mad respect for you to get in the cage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely Man, I've, I've had do. so many coaches in my life. It's not even funny. You know, even playing high school football. Yeah, we I was going to bring that up. Terrible team. We were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so you played uh, running back, right? Or? Yeah, running back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I think it's very it's, it's transferred very well into my sport. Uh, especially because it's uh, more than people think, you know, some of the best fighters have the best footwork. It's, it just makes perfect sense. You know, you don't want to just march flat-footed and swing for the fences. You're going to miss a lot. So, um, you know, footwork is something I've been taught since I was nine years old, and it's just transferred the best, I think, especially in my stand-up game. So with that and being from Nebraska, being a running back, you played against Nadama Kinsu, right? In practice? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Played against, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd get the ball and he'd kind of just. He ever step on you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's literally everybody on the team. This dude was incredible. Probably one of the best football players I've ever seen, you know, in person every day at practice. I mean, the guy wouldn't even be trying and he'd just destroy everybody. So, I mean, he was just born to play that game and he does it really well. So that, that's kind of what got you. Them hits like that yeah, got I mean, you I wanting to. Yeah, I a way to defend myself. You know, I, I couldn't just run the ball and curl up. I got to learn some martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that. You walked on to Nebraska, and, I mean, how did yeah, that um, transpire? So it wasn't 
you know, they have like the preferred walk on, and then they have like the tryout walk on. I was actually tryout walk on. Okay. Um, always grew up just all or nothing type person, and I'm doing the same thing now. Um, it's just I just believe that a best life lived is through risks. You got to take risks, whether you fail or succeed. I think that's the purpose of living is find out something you're passionate about and just take that risk. You know, you could you could hop in the car and be gone tomorrow. You know, so um. People don't really put that in perspective. So, I mean, nothing's promised. So you might as well take the risk and follow your heart. I agree. So get your ass in gear, people, and go follow your dreams or act like a little bitch and sit down. Don't work for money. Make money work for you. Find your passion and find a way to get paid for it. Wow. That, now, that's a, that's a true story right there. If you didn't hear anything else better in your life than you didn't hear them last two sentences, that's the best thing you could live by. Yep. It's not supposed to be easy, you know. Too many people run away from, you know, something that's hard. But you're never going to get that reward unless you go through that struggle. No, nobody wants to take that chance of failing. Yeah, nobody wants to be like, afraid. I tried and I failed and I want to try again. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hit that first roadblock. And I think a big part of that is people, you know, they grow up too fast. Uh, you know, as a little kid, you know, you're jumping on the playground. You know, there's a playground goes at least 10 feet up in the air and we just jump off, land on our feet, land on our feet. But now people are too afraid to do that, too afraid to get hurt or, you know, any relationships, all that type of stuff. They don't want to take a chance. You just never know where life will take you if you're willing to take that chance. You never know life will take you if you don't. You're just going to stay there, and that's it. Yeah, it, it's – as a kid, you don't think about the consequences, like, of that fall. You don't think of all the things that could break on your body or anything exactly. that can get like hurt. How many times, you know – have we gotten whoopings as kids? You know? Yeah. They tell us, don't do that. What do we do? We do it again. You know? I call it, now you I know, know you're, why you're, it's, you're, you're just living on edge when you're younger, you know? Um, and I think some of the most successful people hold on to their youth. Yeah. When you live young, you live great. That's just the way it is. It's all in your mind. Your body's going to decay, but at the same time, your mind should always stay in a high spirit. I agree. Uh, I'm a big follower of, like, Anthony Robbins for motivational speaking. Mm-hmm. And he always says, like, everyone has their own problems, but you got to work through them. And uh, if you just keep making excuses for yourself not to do something, you'll never do it. Exactly. So uh, when you walked on to Nebraska, uh, didn't you have some doubters, like, from high school coaches or something like that? Yeah, um, you know, especially because we were a very mediocre team, to say the least. (laughs) <laughs> we were pretty bad. Yeah, like, that was terrible. But, um, you know, even coming from my middle school, Laredo, I had the option to go to, you know, a nicer school that was doing better in football. But in my mind, I was saying, you know, I'm going to go to Smokey, still have fun with my friends and make this team better. And, you know, the result didn't show it. But um, at the same time, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And, uh, yeah, of course, there's doubters, you know, no matter where you go. Uh, my little brother, you know, he uh, – He's probably facing some doubters right now. He's kind of going the same path as me, um, going into playing football. So okay. there's always going to be doubters, especially even in the classroom, you know. So what uh, what teams your brother on? Or is uh, he in he, high school yet? Yeah, he plays for Regis. Okay. Um, you know, he's a lot smarter than I am. I get punched in the face. <laughs> you know, everyone thinks I'm crazy. Me too. I think I'm a smart person, though. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so you're on Nebraska, and then, like, how did the depth chart work out? I mean, were people favorites? Like, oh, man. Where do you, where do I start? 
Um, I kind of knew going in, you know, I mean, I'm no, you know, I'm not Rudy or anything. Like, I'm, <laughs> I work, <laughs> I'm pretty athletic, I consider myself. But I was athletic amongst people that were very athletic, too. Yeah, that's so, a um, huge program that develops exactly. a lot of NFL stars. You know, I, yeah, that's no I, little school. Yeah, when I first got there, you know, I was scared to even talk to people. People thought I was weird. They thought I was crazy. I was like, who's this crazy guy on the team? Is he going to shoot us all? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, that's the extreme, but that's kind of how it seemed like that. I just was so quiet. You know, I'd put my headphones in the study hall and just do my work, and I was just so shy, and I was just – these guys are – um, oh man, these guys are good. They're they're big. They're strong. These are the these are the guys that got noticed in high school. And, you know, the, I think and the good thing about fighting is um, you kind of get out of that mindset. You know, a man is just another man. Yeah, and that's just the way it goes. So if you have that in your mind, you it's hard to lose. So being from that school, uh, and there's players in the NFL now. Who would you say is actually like really talented to get there? Um, actually my roommate, uh, Prince of Mucamera, um, okay. I played with him and pfft. he's on the New York giants, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, <laughs> his, his personality, no one would have ever thought, man, like <laughs> he was going to be this all-star in the NFL, you know, he was super goofy, but also a really good person, you know, um, you know, we have some good memories as roommates. Nice. I'm glad people like you would say that because some people don't get to see that side. They just get to see, oh, this guy got a lot of money. Now he's on the field playing and God knows what. Oh, but for yeah. you to say he's a good person, mm -hmm. that's good for people to know. Yeah, I actually talked to him the other day because uh, he's he's sponsored by Adidas. So oh, I was nice. like, hey, man, I know they got some fight gear. Oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, just send me the pictures. I sent him the pictures, and uh, he's going to send me some stuff. He already sent it to me once, so I'm just trying to re-up, you know? All right. You no, know, I'm on a budget. It's, yeah. I'm a fighter. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. That's why you know, got the, the CM Punk thing would be pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. For the exposure, you know? Yeah. Hey, CM Punk, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, <laughs> we want you to talk to Joe Silva so Austin Jones right here can whip your motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think man. that'd be a huge fight. It'd probably be million-dollar buy-ins. Sold out arena, and you get your ass whipped on national television. Nebraska like will definitely go. You know, I'm actually uh, hoping to fight out there just for the exposure. Yeah. Um, the fans and everything, I can definitely sell that. Oh yeah. As far as the market, so especially old, so there's some old teammates that are, that are out there that can help out with that too. So. Nice. So what's uh, like what's your marketing strategy for an independent fighter? Because don't you get paid off a certain amount of tickets, and then the promoter yeah, keeps um, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it goes. You're mainly doing it for the experience, but obviously, you know, you're not getting paid very much. You get about 20% a ticket and, um, that's about it. But the main thing is you still, even if you didn't like, let's say, you, you know, so when people go online, they put your code in and then you get the commission, right? Yeah. Well, let's say like people buy at the door and you know them all. Yeah. It sucks. Like, well, <laughs> you know that's a good way to go buddy but no it's, it's kidding i'm just kidding but um <laughs> the most important thing is that you're marketing yourself like because that's it's going to be the exact same thing when you when you turn pro yeah I, you know i don't understand how guys are just like it's okay to be silent and be that that very very humble fighter you know and be calm and collect but you still got to understand marketing you know you don't want to be a fighter fighting page paycheck to paycheck as a fighter Let's say you fight three times a month. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so. That's 
for me, that's the most important thing. You know, the more fans you get, the more people know you, the more people that talk about you, the more money you're going to make. And it's right. that simple. That's how marketing works. Yeah. So uh, with fights coming up soon, what's uh, what's that workout regimen like? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so I do, you know, my strength and conditioning, a lot of uh, explosive movements as far as that, um, just to keep the testosterone levels high. And just your your explosion is, I think, a big part of this sport. It actually reminds me a lot of football, you know. Yeah. A lot of uh, breathing patterns are simple. Go, stop, go, stop, go. You know, so that's a big part. Um, Jiu-jitsu every single day, you know. And then striking four days a week. There's MMA striking, and then we do kickboxing, Muay Thai in the evenings. So, you know, I'm doing all of that stuff. And I got actually got a jiu-jitsu tournament coming up, uh, Rev Gear. Uh, in a couple weeks. Okay, so you can still do tournaments while you're getting ready for a fight? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, there's there's plenty of time, and um, I think it helps out a lot. One, if you do well in the tournament, you're, you're really comfortable on the ground. And then we'll say you get some submissions and all that stuff in the tournament. Yeah. That's a good feeling, good level of confidence that I don't – you know, people that do jiu-jitsu should definitely compete just for that fact that you got to really see how your technique works in that, those type of situations where it's a little more pressure than – being in the gym yeah when you're rolling with the same people it's you know you get used to their style gives you that time to work out kinks with certain stuff that you want to work on Mm -hmm. and you gotta you and you also got to see what everyone else is doing too it's just and it's the same thing with mma like you know sometimes you want to go to another gym and get a sparring session in to see what these guys are doing you know and maybe you can learn from that and put it into your game because it's such an evolving game you want to have an open mind those are the, the best fighters have the open mind look at john jones Every time he fights, it's something new that he does. And it's very hard to stop. So Yeah. yeah. He'd be playing Mercy in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> playing Mercy. <laughs> Pushing th- people's foreheads. Yep. <laughs> Throwing those elbows right after that. Yep. Uh, so what do you think about the UFC? I heard they're getting rid of sponsors, and they're going to bring on, like, Reebok and Nike. So I think it's going to bring – you know, more money to the sport, but less uh, money to the fighters, probably. Yeah, um, I think, you know, as far as the Reebok, it should, I'd say it should be part of the contract. You know? Yeah. If they're going to, because obviously it's going, it's going to happen. Um, I think ticket sales should be involved in that. How many tickets can you sell in a fight? Yeah. And then see, oh, okay, we'll give you these amount of items to fund your you know your your fighting so similar to boxing correct and that how boxing is yeah yeah so it's it's we'll see how it goes but um i think sponsors for a lot of fighters is very important especially um there's a lot of local sponsors out there you know that support their fighter and you know that kind of takes away from that relationship which is unfortunate so recently uh anderson silva got popped with benadryl (laughs) I mean, do you do you have uh, <laughs> athletic commissions testing you? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Is I don't as think as an amateur, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's a little expensive for that. Um, but pro, yeah, definitely they you get that drug test, all okay. that stuff. So, um, I heard a rule a long time ago that was like if you fight MMA in Colorado, you're considered a pro. So like if you went to boxing, you would have to fight a pro boxing fight. I don't know if that's true or yeah, not. Yeah, it's it's very like there's, the rules are just all over the place because i know for like muay thai you know if you fight mma fight some promotions are like no which i don't get like because i 
there's a lot of MMA fighters that don't have that level of stand up compared yeah. to like a guy that's just doing Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> seen that in fights before. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know, you see it all the time. You know, a guy jumps in there. You know, I fought MMA. No big deal. I'm gonna go kick this guy's <laughs> ass. Yeah, and then he gets smoked. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take him down. Yeah, you know, like you can't jujitsu your way out of a Muay Thai fight. Yeah, a guy's dropping leg kicks on you. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the difference in rule wise? Um, can you like need to the face an amateur or? Um, in certain states, uh, I know New Mexico you can, Nebraska. That's another reason I want to go out there and fight, just because uh, it gives you that pro feel, just yeah. shorter rounds. But at the same time, you know, I want to have a fight like that before I go pro because it's a whole another level. Do you have a strategy of actually getting into the UFC? Like, are you going to try Ultimate Fighter? Or are you going to just try and get a fight? CM Punk a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I wouldn't say. <laughs> Sorry, that was a good one. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say there's necessarily like an actual plan. Um, I think the most important thing is uh, just marketing yourself. Um, getting on the show would obviously help a lot with that. But at the same time, you know, you got guys with, you know, barely any fights going on there, yeah, and then I see they, that. let's say they make it and they fight a guy that's got. 20 fights yeah what do you what do you do <laughs> like it's experience like there's athletes but then there's experienced fighters too and i think the experienced fighter is, is has the more longevity just just for that reason then yeah. there's the nerves the amount of nerves that go on when you fight it's very hard that's probably the biggest battle you'll face so do you study like the athletic commission's like PED rules um for when you actually go up there because there's so many things you can't take like ibuprofen just random things and then yeah, they that's say crazy you just failed ped and now everybody thinks you do steroids and even though it's not the case yeah see like i feel like a lot of fighters aren't informed on that yeah. i mean they it's probably obviously written down on paper but it's not educated towards them nobody's Don't saying do this here's the handbook get, yeah you take this ibuprofen <laughs> and you get popped they don't tell you that you know yeah yeah, that's one of the biggest things. And then the UFC is actually trying to sign one of the athletic commission testing companies. And nobody even knows where it is. Like, nobody listening can tell me who the president of that company is or like, <laughs> where where in the country that even exists. It's in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the computer? <laughs> so, uh, you're a big 8-mile fan, right? Oh, man. Speaking of that, you know, back to college, I hate reminiscing. I sound like that guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh man, if coach would put me in a fourth quarter. We'd be we'd be state champs, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> What's his name? Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Eight Miles. That's the movie. Um, we used to watch. I mean, I literally watched it almost every day <laughs> my too. sophomore year. And then I'd obviously be texting you. You know, yeah. <laughs> fight me, you punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got Papa Duck. And we got B-Rabbit. Now, I don't want to stress how important this is. Now, now, since it's the last round, each rapper get a minute apiece. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's future, by the way. That's my future impression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, At the New Detroit Stampin'. <laughs> oh, we were just listening to these, all, all the freestyles. We were listening to them all about a half hour before you got here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody from a 303. <laughs> Put your motherfucking hands up and, and follow, follow me. me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man. Good movie. Good movie. Yep. 
Um, so, uh, do you have any other like favorite movies that you're um, either new movies that are coming out or like just a type of genre that you like here? Man, if there's any other movies like Kingsman, I'm definitely going to see it. Or John Wick. It's just the new, um, the new age action. The way it's, you know, the Matrix is all about slow motion. You know, this is more more speed and i think that's really cool it looks more realistic did you see john wick i haven't seen that and what i what Ms. is keanu that? reeves trinity <laughs> <laughs> morpheus no none of them were in it but I keanu reeves keanu was reeves. yes trinity dude totally <laughs> that's a stoner california guy right there yeah. well word so, uh, your fight is, what was it again? April 25th at the Budweiser in Loveland, Colorado. Be Budweiser there. Budweiser Event Center. Yep. And tickets can be found where? Uh, SpartaCombatMMA.com, code capital Austin. Twitter? Caps. Twitter name? What's your Twitter? Codero Jones 28 Instagram, Osmosis Jones 28 Bam. That's how you find a man. That's how you find Hashtag your boy. Austin 316. That's how you find Neo. <laughs> He's going to whip CM Punk's Keanu ass. Reeves. <laughs> Neo versus CM Punk. <laughs> 47 Ronin. Uh, so, what are you doing to get like ready for this fight? Uh, I mean, do you get tape on these like amateur fighters? or? Yeah, um, this guy only has uh, one fight online. That's about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of what you go for. But you don't want to get too obsessive about it. Right. Because um, at the end of the day, he can do something totally different. You just kind of do what you do. You want to almost look at his tendencies, not necessarily just his weaknesses. Yeah. Find the things that he does good and find a way to beat that. Okay. So uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. And uh, thank you for coming. And hopefully we can get you on another show that's not so, like, straightforward and just bullshit. <laughs> yeah. What a... Uh, what a walkout song. Should I do an eight mile song? <laughs> just yeah. an eight mile, just lose yourself? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the rap battle song, Papa Doc. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. That's what y'all Or, or leave another away. one is Get Rich or Die Trying. I should come out to that. Yeah. Some uh, Hustle's Ambition. Oh, yeah. I just posted that this morning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll be listening to that shit all the time. Majestic. Shout out 50. Yeah, <laughs> it's 50 cent. <laughs> I got money. <laughs> this, this is a ELS, ELS, Charles U. Floyd. You can word full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga. <laughs> Fuck the bucket ice. <laughs> Man, that video made me die laughing. Oh, yeah. One more oh. thing, though. Floyd or Mayweather. Man, I got Mayweather. I, I got just, I got Mayweather, man. The, the technique. Mayweather, right? Yeah. <laughs> Floyd or Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Been pushing the head too much. They already let him win. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is Floyd fighting Floyd, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Might as well be. With them running the way they are, yeah, it's going to be a one-man fight. Yeah, it's kind of ironic that he uh, had the fight in May. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. He always does that. He's pretty smart. Well, yeah. he calls it Mayday, doesn't he? Mayday. Yeah. Huh. I never knew that. Yeah, Learn something every day. <laughs> so, are you a boxing fan also, or um, old school boxing? A little yeah. more, you know. Okay, I, I love actually, the Tyson era. Actually, have you seen a Gennady Golovkin fight at all? Boxing? No, I haven't. Oh man, he just tied uh, Mike Tyson's knockout streak. Oh, man, wow. he's a beast. He's a wow. middleweight and just drops people with body shots. And I think he has like seven straight knockouts, something like that. Yeah. Wow. 
Now nah, that body shot by Roy Jones. How <laughs> yeah. <about> that? <laughs> that was funny. He was all just looking like an old dad just coming in there. Just... <laughs> that two drops. <laughs> and then Mickey Rourke coming through. <laughs> oh, man. Have you seen uh, Adrian Broner fight at all? Yeah. Oh, AB, 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 all about billions. Anybody can get it. Anybody can. Oh man, he, yeah. What was that thing he got? He was like worried about like someone was coming to kill him. You ever see that? I never video? seen that. Oh, no. it's a it's a funny ass video. Have you seen him hunt people in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he straight up just gets behind him. Oh my does god! Does a quick thrust. Yeah, he just lets him know he's there. Yep. Yeah, let you know, hey, you're still in my ring. <laughs> Are you guys going out to Vegas or what for the uh, Mayweather fight? No, nah, I just don't see myself paying $4,000 for a fight that's going to decision. Yeah. I just don't see any any other way. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People think it's fight of the century, but it's going to be the bore of the century. Oh, I'm telling you, it's going to be, man, we'll see. I think it could be a really good fight, a really boring fight. Yeah. I think Pacquiao's got to get in his face, but every boxer's tried that and doesn't work. Yeah, Out- outcomes hard. still are the same in these fights yep. of Mayweather's. I'm still looking. I like his fights. At the end of the day, still like all of his fights. I'm a Mayweather fan. At the end of the day, you gotta appreciate. You gotta appreciate the art. You know, the art of boxing is that's what hitting is. and not getting hit. And People, that's the art of fighting too. Yeah, know? they're gonna cry it's all efficiency. day that he's running and this and that, but you don't understand the technique he puts in when he's actually mm-hmm. engaging yeah. in that fight. I think you know people just love a brawl. You know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm personally but, a brawler. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't he's fight like, no more. Rampage. <laughs> Feel like Chuck Liddell when he got knocked out five oh, times in a row. Man, <laughs> he's still the man. He's yeah, still my dude. That's still my favorite fighter ever, probably. Well, besides Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's mm-hmm. my dude too. But my back. Yeah. I broke my back. <laughs> my back is broken. Spinal. Spine, yeah. Styles impetuous. Oh. Man, that guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's an amazing fighter. Yeah. If you youngins out there listening to the show, go and watch the Mike Tyson fights. If you don't know who he is, he's the guy who bites the ear. But he had a good reason for that. If I got headbutted by a guy who was six inches like taller than me, I would bite the shit out of him, too. <laughs> <laughs> he, had take, he had taken like two or three headbutts in that fight too. By the way, that wasn't one just coincidental coincidental headbutt. Yeah, you know and the thing about Mike Tyson, I think that everyone should learn from is just his mentality as a fighter. He knew he was going into you know something pretty drastic, something yeah. pretty intense where you may lose your life in there. Um, but his level of confidence is what uh, won him most of his fights. Mm-hmm. You know, just knowing that you, there's no other option, you're un- unstoppable. Whatever you throw at him is gonna is gonna punish him. He's he made a mistake going in there fighting you, and I think that's the biggest thing. Um, never give a guy any uh, breathing room. That's what I learned from my last fight. I was backing up a little bit, and I know you know I was worried about his takedown, but stuffed both of those, and now I'm just that's about it. The worst has already happened. I'm ready to just come forward and make be somebody's worst nightmare. Yeah, seeing you were ball. winning like the striking battle from the phone. I didn't get to get to uh, get to see that live, yeah. but um. He, you know, it's, I felt like I was just opening up in that fight. Um, and then, you know, yeah. ended. Anybody can get caught. <laughs> Anybody can get caught. Yeah, it's an anytime thing. <laughs> anytime. You can get hit by something you don't see and that hurts the worst. Right. But, you know, the funny thing is, um, it's a very cruel sport. You know, you know, when you win, people love you. When you lose people, you suck. But yeah. at the same time, it's about you. It's about 
what you're going to prove to yourself. And um, I think, you know, this loss is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it'll just, it's been about, when I fight again, it'll be about five months. And I already feel like a totally different fighter, so. Nice. So do you feel like people jumping on your bandwagon or off your bandwagon if you lose or win, like you were just talking about? Or probably not at this level? Um, Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I think there's there's highs and lows, you know. Um, people, you know, it's funny. They're like, oh, yeah, when are you fighting? When are you... And then they don't come, and then, yeah. then when you win, oh man, I should have been there. They go, and then you lose. <laughs> so um, it's hard, you know. People have their own schedule. Um, you know, I don't expect too much. I don't just let them know I'm fighting, and if they can't make it, they can't make it. You know, um, hopefully you just tune in yeah. one day. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna go to the <laughs> April 25th show at the Budweiser Event Center, and uh, you can get that on Spartan Combat. Yep, SpartaCombatMMA.com. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up. Thanks for coming, Austin Jones. Austin 316, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. CM Punk, better watch your back. We're coming for you. Real quick, real quick. Broncos, what are they going to do? <sighs> we should have got Sue. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. A- after losing Pot Roast. I'll take Adrian Peterson. That, I-, I think he would have been good here. Yeah. Well, we should draft uh, Amir Abdullah from Nebraska. Not being biased at all. Actually, I am, but you know, that's my boy. That's my boy. What do you? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but he's a very, very good player. He's you know he's in the Heisman run. Oh yeah. yeah. Most of the year, so and he's he's a little smaller, but he's fast and strong, and he's got heart. You know, so he learned from the struggle. Oh yeah, struggle is real. Well, next time you're on here, I want to talk a little bit more about football with you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks for coming. Yep. Thanks.